welcome Yay. to our year in review 2023. Yeah. This year went by so fast. It went by fast. And uh-oh, look who's here. She always has to be of these ones. Here, do you want to come up here? So the thing that struck me first before we get into this, uh, really, is that we had 34 unique drops mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, that included some on-the-go episodes and included my the the book party. Yep. Uh, but still, I think that's the most episodes we've had for sure since we mm -hmm. started. Yeah. And I think we're celebrating four years. We yeah. started in, yeah. yeah, this is our fourth. This is our fourth year, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as per usual, uh, Misty and I will take a walk down memory lane yeah. and uh, reveal... <laughs> If we can remember. The mystery, no, this right. is silly, uh, behind some of the interviews right. and what we remember. Yeah. And maybe anything interesting or behind the scenes mm -hmm. or, you know, things that stuck out for us in terms yeah. of the interview. And we have a lot to get through, so we might <laughs> maybe question why, how we can still get people to come in and talk to us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so our first. That after this. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our first interview of 2023 was Coach Doug Ewell. Really you knew him catch. well. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good catch. Yeah. And I will say something that's, I think, talk about the ripple effect because Doug was on, then other coaches and other people, I think like Jimmy, who we'll mm -hmm. talk about later, and um, John, like, so other people were like, Doug did it. So, right. so, so I'm going to do, do it. it. Yep. Uh, and the other thing that I loved about the conversation with Doug is that he has such a special relationship with all the students in that. He was there probably earlier than most everyone to greet them and give them high fives and kind of get, get a read on how they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I love that as a coach and as a teacher in the school that he was doing that with everybody, not just the athletes, right. which most of the athletes he, know him. Right. And the extra time he would take with students to talk about other parts of their life and yeah. not just that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, phenomenal. He stands at the door, like the entry door every day and will just catch people as they're coming yeah. in and so he does it every day and he's also someone just personally that has a lot of we have mutual friends and I hadn't spent a lot of time with but everybody was like you got to talk to Doug mm -hmm. you got to you know so it was one yeah. of those like I was it was really fun for me to get to know him a little bit better yeah. he and I actually got to break up a fight together this year <gasps> really? like real fisticuffs laying on the floor breaking a fight yeah and right away <sighs> he went back to like just as soon as we broke it up and we got everybody separated then he was like okay what's going on between like these two girls, as I'm like, you hit me, I will press charge. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> were you scared in Are that moment? Panic? I mean, I was panicking a little bit. Yeah, like I was That's like, scary. Yeah, scary. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. Oh my so gosh. he's like, ladies, come on. <laughs> we like, should say Hannah's here too in the room. So we may hear from Hannah from time, you know, time in yeah. and out, right? Yes. Anyway, there but that's is, who he is. is. He is yeah. like the. Okay. She's like, that's Missy about all you're going to get. Missy, always with the tea. That's the behind the scenes TFA. We always have a little tea sharing. Uh, so then Aza Owasum. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say all the last names because I feel like <laughs> some of these I might mess up. But Aza, uh, really cool to have on. She's part of another life of mine with respect to consulting work that I do. She was on Big Brother, so that was super cool. I loved all of her inside mm -hmm. scoop there. And she was our first on-the-go episode. Yes. So I feel like uh, for those of you that are just joining us for the first time, we have a YouTube channel called mm -hmm. TFA Soft Skills, and we're starting to put some of our interviews out on yep. uh, YouTube. Little and so Little snippets. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so so please check us out. Yeah. Little plug. Yes. Subscribe. Yes. whatnot. You're hearing Missy's bumpers. <laughs> Today. To yep. get us to, yeah. Yep. Um, and she gives all the info on, yeah, like, reality TV and what that was like and, you know. Yeah. So. The thing I thought was, was so weird yeah. was when she talked about how you don't leave and you're never outside and you're mm -hmm. in that manufactured and then the lights come up and they're like, morning. Yes. Whatever. Like, uh -huh. very Truman showy. Yes. It's just, yeah. Right. You got to listen. Yeah. People really got to listen to that. Yeah. It was a good, yeah. a good and you just episode. don't even really know. Yeah. Yep. I know. I know. Why people want to do that, I just don't I know. know, right? No. I guess you think about Thanks it, and then when you hear what it's really like, yeah. then maybe you're like, okay, mm, yeah, no, it's not really like <laughs> no, not dream, for me, right? Yeah, right when you hear the real scoop, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's next, Missy? Aaron Flynn. 
uh, social worker extraordinaire. She was fascinating, I think. Like, I mean, I know you've known her for forever. It was fun to see you guys, like, reconnect. Yeah, it's been a long time. But um, just hearing her journey and how she, like, got to therapy as, you know, her profession, even though she always knew she wanted to help people and then going through her whole, you know, thing of coming out to her family and, you know, then just really taking that and being able to help other people in that experience, in all experiences, but knowing that there's something that's, you know, nerve wracking that you don't want to do that you have to face. And, you know, so. Yes. And I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about reconnecting with her and in that conversation, feeling like she is very vulnerable and like Mm -hmm. to be a good therapist and to really be open I, I joked in the Moogie episode that Moogie's an open wound. Yes. I think Erin, o- over time as she's evolved, has become so open and vulnerable that mm-hmm. you feel so comfortable with her and could tell her anything. Yeah. And then she's been through it, you know, right. with her mom's passing and then, coming, right. you know, so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then her, what about her job with the, um, in the like news world oh, when yeah. she came, had to go with the, where the, Right. was yeah, like dead the, and yeah, the, yeah. Uh-huh. right. And I mean, like we couldn't show any of that, but I'm standing right yes. in the middle of like body parts. And, yes, I know. Yeah, so that was fascinating. Yeah. You're right, like the journey, and then yeah. also just some of the um, attributes and characteristics that have really evolved for her over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool to see. Yep. And Meriwether, yes, the camp counselor extraordinaire, Madeira. I yeah. see. I knew it. Yes, and kind of creating her own way to get there right and picking what she was majoring in in school and I mean you know administration or whatever but then yeah just being like I just know I'm supposed to you know want to be at camp all the time so that is a pretty cool story with the knowing exactly what you want Mm -hmm. and then at a pretty early in your career being able to find that thing Mm -hmm. or at least have that goal meet that goal and then now you get to kind of move from there so that help people yeah yeah and then also, and she just loves they, it. She loves it. Yeah. And also, you know, since it's a boarding school too, and she went to boarding school by choice. Yeah. Then, you know, again, being able to relate to the yeah. kids that she works with, maybe some kids that she hires. Yeah. All of that. So. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Brian Colella. DC. DC. <laughs> Coach extraordinaire. Right. Uh, parent extraordinaire. Right. Accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian does it all. Yeah. Uh, so such a soft spot for Brian, obviously, we're, we're super close, but I think sitting down and talking with him and hearing his path of working in a more corporate setting and then going out on his own and, mm-hmm. and what, what was required for that. And then I think also he's someone who I feel like Brian has like mastered the kind of art of efficiency and also like the volume with respect to Uh his clients and being able to kind of have this proven methodology of Uh supporting his clients. And then I feel like we talked a bit about like parent, you know, kid raising and also sports because he's so involved. And I think some really great insight there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Right. And also just know he likes to have meetings at three o'clock on Friday. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) He doesn't really. (laughs) Um, but I feel like he did have a meeting that day at like three o'clock on a Friday. And I was like, are you really that kind of person? Really? Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, Laura Rothy, really good friend and mentor and someone I spent a lot of time with at Deloitte. We told the hilarious story of the best prank I've ever pulled. Uh, and you'll have to listen to yeah. hear it. But I'm not a prank person, but I'm telling you in my career, it's best best prank ever. And, uh, and I think that you guys did do that. You did that well. Yeah. That was such mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love it. I just think about it and it like brings <laughs> joy to my heart because I don't ever, it just worked so perfectly and scared her to death. So that was yeah. great. What uh, do you mean? Right. <laughs> You're what? Right. You're where? Yeah. Um, and she also, I loved cause she, you know, knowing her professionally, she's super successful and then the fact that she in her first year of school struggled, didn't have a great year, and she got the letter from the teacher that was said, Don't bother coming back unless you're serious. And then what had like transpired after that and mm-hmm. just, you know, how she's been able to have such a successful career. And she's just one of those people that if you're lucky to be on her team and 
kind of be in her sphere, you can't help mm -hmm. but be impacted in a positive yeah. way. She really challenges people to like yeah. be better right. and drive better performance. And also getting that letter and not just shutting down and being like, yes. forget it. Yeah. Like taking on that challenge and not yeah. just walking away or being like, well, someone yeah. doesn't believe in me, so I'm done. Clearly yeah. I'm not made up for it, you know? And so then again, like I'm just challenging people that she works with. But I feel like she does it in a way that, you know, like you know when to stop and yeah. not go too far, right? right? But in a way that is going to help you grow, maybe push you outside your comfort zone just a little bit. And then, yeah. okay, so. For sure. Mr. Paul Freeman, our 100th episode. <gasps> I know, do, 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 do. can't believe Cue that. the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Who, I mean, love him for being so open about his cancer journey, which is a big, you know, part of the conversation and, you know, just everything that he went through. and. Talking to all the kids, and I, mean, I remember when you guys got that news, and it was like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Everything stops for so, a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun interviewing him, and one of our kids just said the other day, like, I really need to listen to that episode. I think that he's, uh, a lot of people were able to, if you want to, kind of get into the weeds of the experience and understand kind of from start to where he is now, like the mm -hmm. different um you know, valley, peaks and valleys. And I think even mm -hmm. for us going through it, there is a little, you sort of realize the PTSD of it and things that you blocked or forgot. Uh, and, and then, you know, what's really cool, we'll get to it, but we got to interview um, his oncologist. And so mm -hmm. kind of have that what in the same year. Right. I um, mean, that's coming up. So people haven't heard that yeah. yet, but um, yeah, or I guess they will by the time they hear this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was fun too. He's the hundredth episode and he was yeah. the first or the second. When yeah, I want to start with with Liza. Yeah, so yeah. it was cool, and I, you know, appreciate uh, the feedback. Mm -hmm. That's you know that that people I think took from it what yeah. what he was hoping. But I think to. through the whole thing, he you know with his um, journal that he would share yeah. with people, like he kept people up to date. That's and, true. Yeah, you know, shared personal things. I think, and so yeah. I think that's helpful for people that are going through any kind of health thing. But yeah. you know, that because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. Like they just don't want to you know, show what they're Yeah, you just kind of want to blow and... through it and not, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, just keep it going. Let's go. Kevin White, Officer Kevin White, he was good too. I mean, so like, so good. he shared a lot of good things and challenging things, right? I mean, you yeah. know, when he, how things changed when he was younger and, you know, one of the first things that he did, like there was a, a baby that they had to go yes. on CPR on at a daycare and didn't make it, but how couple years earlier that would have been very different because he had kids now and so it was just a yeah. whole different you know like how his career morphed as his life changed his personal life changed and also just you know the, the challenge of making it through the academy and you know and now he's 20 something years in so yeah I, I I thought I'm fascinating like in terms of one I, I'm have a special place in my heart for law enforcement and military and mm -hmm. FBI, like everybody that, you know, all yeah. those agencies that serve our country. So that, uh, I feel like is such a gift. And then, yeah, the, the kind of behind the scenes on that in the Academy and, and the career path, I mm -hmm. think, you know, ha having done a lot of different things and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, a, it was fun interview. Yeah. Like I really, and it sparked all these ideas, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, that we'll yeah. maybe talk about another time, but yeah. I just think like, um, oh, stop. Longer mill or something uh but yeah awesome uh and then brian case was a blast mm -hmm. yes <laughs> and it's kind of like i don't know if you ever have this but you have expectations of what something's going to be like and it either meets or exceeds and i feel like that conversation is exactly what i wanted it to be yes. like because i i've always felt very uh appreciative of brian with respect to uh you know his interaction with my boys uh -huh. and He's always so enthusiastic. And as a parent, I felt like he was just so the right balance teacher of involvement and engagement and being organized and also enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. And I just always really appreciate it. So then being yeah. able to sit down and get to know him better and hear his journey yeah. and his struggles and yep. how much he's been through. Right. Uh, and, and I know that we had, um, there was a fair amount of traffic with that episode too, mm -hmm. in terms of um, yeah. listenership and, yeah. and just people kind of hearing stories. Right. I mean, it takes 
a special person to teach middle school, especially oh, middle school music. Yeah. And he just, I mean, he does draw kids to him. You know, yeah. they are, they are very drawn to him. His energy is amazing. It's so good. And, yeah. And now that he's in a bigger role or not mm-hmm. bigger, a different role, but mm-hmm. being able to apply, I think so interesting. The thing he said about music I mean, he loves music, but music was the way that the method or the mechanism to have impact on students. Mm-hmm. And now in this other role, he has maybe more opportunity outside of yep. just music. So mm-hmm. that idea of like, and we talk about it in business too, where your product or your business or what your business does, yes, that's important. It's it's also what does that allow you to do in terms of developing people within that context of right. that business. And so yeah. that's kind of what, mm-hmm. yeah, I like yeah. that about that. Helping, yeah, helping them find things that they like because that's so hard, yeah. you know, at, a, yeah. at that age. And boys and, and, yeah. and yeah. 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 Uh, Dr. Layfield, one Love of your Dr. faves, Layfield. yeah. So that one, uh, what I think about when I first think about is how long it took to get him. I know, and I think he was wow. a like a pullover from last year, like we yes. just with scheduling. Uh, yes, I think what I loved about that interview is the fact that he he was able to talk about being an introvert in a way that I think was extremely relatable and how he had to push through it at times to strengthen his mm-hmm. communication and people skills that now serves him as I think mm-hmm. he just did a great job of describing what that's like yes. and how he intentionally has spent time uh, you know, pursuing that and developing mm-hmm. them and it's helped the business. Yep. I mean, obviously, and I think he was our first surgeon, was. doctor. Mm-hmm. So we got some of that, like the mm-hmm. med school stuff yep. and, you know, the behind the scenes yep. on that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The mills have frequent flyer miles with him for yeah. sure, but yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. all the time. I You're feel on like, speed but... Oh, and he, he actually helped us out a lot. After that interview, I felt like I could text him. Yes. <laughs> Even though it's like a little sheepish. But Scotty got hurt, and we got a, an opinion, and I was like, yeah. I just right. don't know that that's right. And so he totally hooked me up. Um, uh-huh. He ended up being out of time, but his um, PA helped us, and mm-hmm. she gave us a different opinion, and it saved yeah. us a lot of money and yeah. time. So and here's what I like about him, too, is that he also is the sports doctor yeah. for a lot of schools. Yeah. And so he works with the athletic trainers a lot, and a lot of times athletic trainers and Doctors don't really agree with how treatment should go, but for mm-hmm. athletes, because, you know, it's different, but because he does that, like, he's a phenomenal sports doctor, too, because he knows, like, yeah. what the goal is of the kids and working with all the athletic trainers. He's, like, five or six schools in Prince William County. But, yeah, so he's actually really good when his reputation is very good because yeah. that's where people want to go because he has the same goal as yeah. You know, the trainers would or the schools would in getting kids back out and playing and not just, you know, yeah. sitting up and quitting for the season or whatever. So it's very good. Timmy, you're next. Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> chef Timothy, yeah. right? I don't even yeah. yeah. Chef, chef. Um, Extraordinaire. Yeah. And him, that was global. cool because, right, that's what I was going to say. That was really cool because, you know, him, like how he got into the interest in being a chef and then being able to take that literally yeah. around the world yeah and doing that right and it was you know just one person that encouraged him you know like a little behind the scenes and, yeah. on that interview because to me I think because he's been gone and traveling so much and you know from a family perspective of not being able to be at as many gatherings or spend mm-hmm. as much time together as he's an adult and and moved on and my sister we joke that after the episode, she's like, I learned things yeah. about her own son. Oh, wow. You know, and I certainly learned a lot about yeah. him uh, in terms of his path. And I think that's the really cool part about this experience of doing this podcast yeah. is hearing and learning from people that you think you know, um, but but every person, right, has a unique story that isn't quite what you think it is. Mm-hmm. And I loved his description and the detail of those early years and how challenging it was and Mm -hmm. how he would get the volumes of books to understand Mm -hmm. like the I think that's the anytime you think of someone that does does a trade or any job like successfully you you don't hear about the hard part in the beginning of trying and trying and trying Mm -hmm. so I love that. Or also I, just going outside of the job to like yeah. learn things on his own, right? And, like he was yeah. Yeah, doing that 
Right. And his honesty about kind of failure and what mm-hmm. that's meant for him and how he's, that's not easy to talk about. And mm-hmm. I feel like he, yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a special one for yeah. me, for sure. Yeah. That was good. Can, that was good. If you're listening to this, thank you. <laughs> You know he is. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> oh, and it's our Korean audience, right? Like yes. we, see, we saw a lot more of an uptick yeah. in our global yeah. listenership. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Elena Agar. She was fun yes. coming from Russia and then, you know, yeah, moving here at 13. And she said, here's what I liked. I mean, she is the, but she moving here at 13, she said she came, which is hard, hard age to yeah. like move anywhere, but yes. let alone from Russia to the United States where she was popular. She had a lot of friends and she comes here and has to basically figure out how to do that in a whole other country and environment and people are different. And, you know, so I thought that was inspiring and then just like, and finding friends and success and, you know. Yes. And that she, I think when we talked with her, it kind of unfolded that a lot of what she does today in her work, because she's, she does a lot about, people development and mm-hmm. interestingly aligned like soft skills development leadership and recruitment and all those kind of things and as she was talking we were we, we made the connection that she's serving people in a capacity that is perhaps how she wanted to be treated mm-hmm. right and, yeah. and, and being yeah. really sensitive to that so yeah. the other thing is she had me on her podcast and I think the thing that I've really appreciated about her even post this discussion is she, uh, two things. One, she started a nonprofit that I'm, that I'm on the board, not on the board, I'm a volunteer coach for. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is she is always kind of pushing the envelope with respect to putting herself out there professionally. Like she's doing a lot more on LinkedIn now with video. And I, I don't know, I just feel like she's one of those people that's always pressing forward and trying mm-hmm. new things. And I mm-hmm. think that's pretty inspiring. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I agree. Yep. Oh, Jimmy is next. Yes. Boss man. Yeah. So you have like careful. You have to be careful what you say. Uh, That interview (laughs) was so uh, full of energy. Yes, and like that all the time. Yeah, all the time. I love it. Certainly had a great connection on the cancer story from from Paul. Mm -hmm. You know, being intimately involved with that. So I just feel like there was a uh, immediate connection. I think the the specificity of of education and spending so long at Centerville, right like he, that's 30 been years 30 years his, yeah he'll retire that's, he'll retire in june that's july crazy and you get to tell us tell us the little interesting tidbit that came as a result of that interview not sure what to get for a stocking stuffer this year we have the perfect gift how about the book soft skills i learned the hard way This easy read includes My Epic Fails and What I Learned So You Don't Have To. It's full of cheat codes for interviews and how to differentiate yourself when it matters. Check it out on Amazon or at our website, tfasoftskills.com. Oh, Lindsay Zarniak. Yes, because she went to Centerville too and... um... Right, I got to meet her at the Hall of Fame induction that we did because she was inducted into hall, the Hall of yeah. Fame, and I'm, yeah, total girl crush on her. And then, and you she know, listened. crush on her husband, yeah, too. So yeah, and and she listened, and she was like, that was awesome. But yeah, so then I got to meet her, and anyway, but yeah, oh, and his Jimmy is like that, like all the his time. blooming uh, film career. Yeah, so I can't wait to see what happens with all that. <laughs> I had heard about it before, but <laughs> since that interview, like. <laughs> went live people yeah. talk about it all the really time. Like everybody is always like jimmy and you know and his hollywood. movies he's gonna make yes gotta start calling it just makes hollywood. me laugh it makes me laugh. i mean i'm like that, that is fantastic that everybody knows that but I yeah it. i know right I know he's like a bunch of people came out of the woodwork too even ex-girlfriends so he was like maybe that's not so really <laughs> interesting <laughs> i know right he's like do i call them back as no <laughs> just, sometimes things are better just left right yeah there's a reason you don't talk to them anymore, so no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Cheryl Yarbrough. She, um, I don't know her, but I know a bunch of people that do know her and her name and, you know, any, and I know she was a phenomenal basketball coach and shooting coach and, um, yeah. you know, obviously that connects with me, mm-hmm. but what I liked that, you know, the students that she works with, the athletes that she works with, 
it isn't just her mission that she is on. What stuck out to me was that, you know, she was like, these kids are going to play with a team this season, a team this year or whatever, you know, and so she um, does her training schedule based on, like, what their game schedules mm. are. And so, which I think is, I mean, that's a lot of outside work for a coach in trying to figure out, you know, like, when kids have games and when they can, like, meet up for individual coaching and then scrimmages that they play or whatever and just trying to keep them healthy and having that respect for other coaches. Yeah. Um, which I loved that. So, yeah. And I think her journey to, to be, to, to become that and how she was, I think in the corporate world for a bit, but also like finding this like pure passion that came through to me more than anything mm -hmm. that she's so, you know, you sometimes hear about people like self-actualizing and like, this is the thing Yeah. like you're meant to do and meant to be and meant to, and I think the, just the emotion that she has in terms of being able to have impact. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, th I thought that was really, and, and, you know, our friend Julie, uh, referred her for the podcast and I think, um, and then we all went to lunch after. Uh -huh. So it was kind of fun to like connect the three yeah. of us, but I do think just her philosophy and the way that she talked about, you know, what she teaches kids. Like, I think some of us as adults can right. yes. learn as well. Um, yes. Uh, but I, yeah, she was great to have. Yeah. It's Tammy and my Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, if there's any set of parents in this neighborhood to aspire oh to gosh. be like, yeah. I loved, I mean, that they both went to the Naval Academy and, you know, so that was. In different ways. In different ways. I love Right. That, that she was tapped mm -hmm. from being enlisted. Yeah. And, I mean, which is awesome. And, you know, obviously felt that connection because of Patrick at West Point. But um, mm -hmm. I liked. So in the second, that was a two-part episode, and then the second episode, you know, we asked them, or you asked them, like, parenting advice, or, you know, whatever they said, or whatever that question was, and Mike's response, well, both of them actually, right, they said, we let them see our successes and our failures. So even at in jobs, like, mm -hmm. um, she changed jobs, and the kids got to see that whole process and them going through that, right, but they also, you know, they support their kids, and they... Uh, he said, you know, you want somebody to be proud of you no matter what, because sometimes when things happen and you know, someone is not going to be proud of you, like then maybe you stay away from that. And that is maybe the direction that you're supposed to go. So just always like giving their kids always that support. Yeah. Um, whether they always agree with it or not, but just letting them know that they are loved all the time and you know, whatever happens is what happens, success yeah. or failure either way, even though their kids I don't think have failed at anything like ever, but you know, <laughs> I think too, they're fascinating career trajectory and career mm -hmm. paths, like in terms of being in the military and then what they did with that and, and how they've been able to navigate that. And I agree. There's something about them, um, the, a little behind the scenes on them, which I maybe talked about in the interview. I don't know, but our oldest son, Luke is really good friends with their son. And for for years, uh, Luke has been telling us that that we should get to mm -hmm. know them. That mm -hmm. that he thought that we would all you know get along yeah. very well, and so when we spent some time with them, it, it we joke with Luke. We're like, okay, you were right. Uh, like in terms of setting us up, but yeah. but they're just so easy to be around. They're mm -hmm. very laid back and approachable, and yet you know, uber successful. There's something mm -hmm. about the way that they operate in the world yeah. that I really appreciate. Yeah. There's a lot of humility, right. I think is what I'm Yeah, the first time without. that I met him, we actually were doing, like, tickets at a soccer game together or something. I can't, yeah. Maybe a lacrosse game. I can't remember what it was. But, like, talked for, like, two hours. Yeah, just, I mean, you know. Good, yeah. And yeah. Just great so stories. easy peasy. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. I don't even know if we talked about anything real. It was just, like, you know, <laughs> laughing about stupid stuff, but. Anyway, so yes, like, yes, yeah. they are those people, and it was awesome. Yeah. So, Amy Babish, fascinating, fascinating. So, she is a, uh, it's like a, there's a, I don't know if you can remind me, Hannah, of what her, uh, yeah, it's like a, I want to say, relationship yeah, relationship psychologist and coach. But I think when she talked about her path of art therapy, and spending a lot of time in that space and then figuring out where she really wants to spend her time and where the the best stuff happens with mm -hmm. clients. And I mm -hmm. think um, the way that she, I think she works with a lot of C-suite and a lot of like, let's get under the hood and not shy away from 
the hard stuff. Yeah. And being pretty like direct about that experience of like, you know, if you're serious about it and mm-hmm. you really want to change, yeah. she's she's the one right. to help you do right. that. Um, I like that she said, I mean, yeah, just direct. There's no beating yeah. around the bush. Sometimes that's the best way to get through to people. You just have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. No sugar yeah. coating. What's her, what is her relationship and, well, leadership and relationship tips. Oh, right on. Yeah. Leadership and relationship tips. Yeah. Yep. She's someone too that was like, after with Dr. I was like, maybe I should call her up. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, let's have a, let's have a chat on the side. Like right. she's just a great demeanor about yeah. her for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, good old Dr. Wendy Gottlieb. So this one, uh, I just, it's so funny. It brought so much, so many memories back for us. Uh, again, some of our friend group that, you know, we all hung out back in the day. So I don't think I had seen her probably since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to hear about her practice and her path and how it's evolved. And then she was so good about giving us all the detail yeah. on uh, breast augmentation and tummy tucks and mm-hmm. just uh, you know, the, the kind of, um, you know, the good and the bad, right. Right. With respect to that. And I think, um, also just talking about her path to that and how it wasn't something that she ever considered. Mm -hmm. And then it was through her residency, I think, and other Mm -hmm. experiences where she found real mentorship. And to me, like, it's so interesting because that's medicine, but the power of people, right? The power of people in your life and how that can mm-hmm. affect decisions. Yep. And then she's made a whole career based right. on that mentorship. Yeah. And I think, too, there's such a stigma with plastic surgeons, right? And yeah. what she, you know, getting into. Yeah. Like, there's so, I mean, besides tummy tucks and breast augmentations, but it's cancer people that have to have mastectomies. Right. And, you know, like that those are plastic surgeons and taking mm-hmm. out scars and burn victims and you know like that's all plastic surgery and yeah. so I think it kind of gets a bad rap it doesn't have to be and they yeah you know I think that's really yeah. fair mm-hmm. so I like that too that you know she got into all of that and just shared yeah. all of that and you know everything that they do yeah so thank you yeah. Wendy Dr. Gottlieb <laughs> <laughs> Bill McAdams this dude was a true <laughs> I don't like to drop names, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, he was fun and so fun that like you knew him, but yeah, it's a trip. Billy, like, I think, um, I think we courted him for a while. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we finally got to get like just between our, I think our end and his Uh end, I think that, um, what's, what I think is really, you know, inspiring and commendable is that he has 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 been able to make a career in something that he loves to do in a very harsh, challenging industry, mm-hmm. and he's done it on his terms. That's yes. kind of how I I would surmise mm-hmm. that conversation. And I think his start, like when he talks, you have to put this, but his yes. start, like at Catholic, and how he was, you know, what sort of being noticed or or um and what how that progressed. But uh-huh. I I mean I do remember myself being in L.A. in those early '90s and meeting him. And, you know, obviously I've since have left and didn't, right. you know, couldn't sort of withstand what's required to really make that work. Right. And he, right. um, you know, has, has, and has done a lot of different things. And I think his comments around op- like being curious uh-huh. and staying curious and being yep. open and mm-hmm. learning and observing in the early part of his career, like being a sponge so that he can now apply all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel that translates to any industry I agree with you on that yeah and, and just sure. being open yeah yeah and he I think too I mean you know he likes to tell the stories right and so yeah. oh good yeah because he gets to I mean Sean McGinley was like this too right like you yeah. go out and you want to try to make it big and who doesn't but then you get like that one big paycheck and then you're like okay well now what do I really want to do mm-hmm. like what are the stories that I wanted to and they you know gravitating towards like the indie things yes and, you know yeah yeah so and then the fun stories too of him jumping in to be, you know, and Matt Damon, yeah. yeah, yeah, and his, so, yeah. But anyway, but yes, like you know, saying I like to tell the story, and you know, if people are starting to tell a story that he's like, eh, we really want that out there, maybe we yeah. can like tell it this way or whatever. So. Jose Canseco, I think, was one, and then mm-hmm. I think the one who's working on too right now seems really interesting. Mm-hmm. And Bully High, I think, is another one which is getting um, some critical acclaim at yeah. some film festivals. So I'm yeah. just really. One, you know, gratitude that he joined us, and two, it's just interesting to hear the path and, you know, what strikes him and how he's really mm-hmm. particular about what, where he spends right. his time yep. and driving that. Yeah. 
And also, he's figured out how to kind of save money. So that's why people want to work with yeah, him. You know? Yeah. Oh my like, gosh, I can, yeah. I can get the, what they want done for but, cheap. And he used, so, the Hallmark, he used Hallmark as an yes. example. And Hallmark is a running joke in our yes. house because I'm a fan. Yes. And uh, yeah, we are going to go on a... You and I have yes, to commit have to, to doing do a yes. Hallmark cruise or I know, something. we have to. I know. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you and Hannah? <laughs> She's like, that's She's like old people Oh, no. Oh, she says... Oh my gosh. Uh Captain. Captain John. Oh my gosh. Captain, my captain. Sure. Uh behind the scenes on this one, I would say, uh, one, we never thought he'd actually do it. Uh uh-huh. and in fact Brian Clell. Thanks was like, again, Doug Yule. Yeah, Doug Yule. And was, Jimmy Santa Maria. Yeah, then, yeah that's <laughs> I right. sent him the list and I was like, <laughs> Brian Colella, check. Yeah. Doug Yule, check. check. Yeah. Right. Jimmy Santa Maria, check. John Shields. I think that like, um, fine. What is great about that conversation is he is someone who I think uh, people assume a lot because he's not, at least the ways, I don't know how he is socially, but in terms of being out in the community and kind of seeing him operate, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know a lot, right? He's not someone that shows all his cards and you're not really, you know, there's like Jimmy's probably a little more out Mm -hmm. in the world the way that Jimmy is, you know? Yes. And I think the thing that's interesting about that is that he... I found him to be, you know, reflective and thoughtful and in terms of his path and how serious he takes his job and that of his coaches and the thought that goes into it and the expectations and um, being honest about that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think he's in a he's in a tough job, uh, you know, football in in our community Mm -hmm. and in. And gosh, I can't even imagine. I think I was thinking about Texas and I'm just like, you know, yeah. yeah. But even here, you know, there's just a lot of expectation. There's a lot of um, noise. And, and, you know, he talked about being a parent and how challenging that is and the social media. I don't know. I just feel like uh-huh. there's a lot that we got into that um, was interesting to hear. But also, yep. you know, he was vulnerable. Yeah, I feel like I wish everybody could see that John and not, you know, the one on the football field I mean or that they assume he is yeah yeah well so last night they had their banquet and Uh. he you know was talking and he was like I mean I'm very transparent and I seriously laughed out loud like I was like sorry (laughs) but I mean you know he is when you sit down and have a conversation or stand up and you know whatever Mm -hmm. but again so he's got to be a little protective too of him and his family and you know, because yes, people will say anything and everybody yeah. is, you know, everybody's very bold in email or on social media, but then, you know, having that face-to-face conversation, nobody really wants to do that. Um, his, like his reputation for sure, especially around the school is that, you know, he does care about the kids and you can see it. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I always be grateful to him because he trained my kid up to be able to survive at West Point, And that is always, you know, going to be my soft spot for him. And that's the kind of person that he is. Yeah. And when he first came, he and I had a conversation and, you know, I was like, how come my kid's not playing? And he's like, well, he needs to get bigger, stronger, faster. And again, I laughed and I was like, you know us, right? And he was like, yeah. So, but I was like, okay, well now I know where you stand. Yeah. You know where I am. And like, we just, you know, figured it out. Right. And, but best thing in the world for Patrick. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Patrick is that beast, and he's like, I got yelled at more at football than I did here. So, I think and I let the, John know that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the thing to remember but, in the in in that preparation, right? That that these coaches and and everybody, even teachers, and you know, a soft spot for all all these uh, people in this profession as well, which is like, you know, they have our kids at such a formidable time, and the harshness that's required to win and to be competitive is very helpful when we all know that life is Mm -hmm. harsh. Mm -hmm. Like if anybody wants to come in and have a different conversation, but it is harsh and it it is always harsh. Like Mm -hmm. I I think I thought as a young person, like, Oh, because it was harsh here, it's going to be easier here. Mm -hmm. And it just isn't. Mm -hmm. And so the more you can prepare people and I think Mm -hmm. he, you know, you might get a bad rap. if like you're being harsh or difficult or you're not, you know, you're not getting playtime, whatever that is. But right. It prepares them. Right. No, it definitely does. You know? And I was the only one that was bothered by it, right? Like, yeah. Patrick Patrick knew. They, they know. He's small. Yeah. He knows he's small. And, you know, like, he would get in. He would be ready when he would get a chance to get in. But, yeah, I mean, you know, but I agree with you. And teachers just don't have that ability anymore. And it's 
you know, yeah. coaches where they learn things. And also, that's how you know they care about your kid. Right. If they weren't being yeah. hard on them, yeah, they probably don't care. Life lessons. Why else would you? Right. So, yeah. Kevin Flynn. So, we have brother <laughs> siblings in the same year, which, you know, maybe that's kind of a unique uh, behind the scenes. Uh, Kevin is a judge, so it's our first judge. And uh, fascinating in terms of how the judgeship works with respect to what he's doing. Love talking about his naval career and his crazy cases, right? Mm-hmm. He talked about the, um, but the, it was like a crazy mafia, but like yeah. Middle Eastern terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. It was a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was a terrorist. Yeah. Case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, the, I think the preparation and the detail oriented, not being a great student and then figuring out his path and then really connecting and just mm-hmm. talked about how much he really enjoyed being in the Navy and serving and how mm-hmm. those are some of the, you know, and the moving around. Um, and I think also just that, like, I feel like with some of the job people that we talk to that have unique jobs, I just love getting into the details of that job and what mm-hmm. it's really like versus like what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. I just enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. That it's a lot. Right. They yeah. don't just sit up there and make a decision. Right. They, yeah. They're researching too. Yeah. To make sure that they're making the right one. Yeah. That's oh, nice. and we asked him the whole thing about, we won't reveal, but we did ask him about like, did you ever think you made the wrong call? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another holiday wish for TFA? Please check out our Soft Skills YouTube channel for video interview highlights. You can subscribe, leave comments. We're sharing new video content regularly. Take a few minutes to check us out. TFA Soft Skills on YouTube. Kelly is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting for you to say. I, uh... <laughs> Kelly, skillfully, Kelly Cure, and that was a great conversation, and I feel like someone who, uh, obviously, their organization and what I'm trying to do is connected, so we have a kinship there. But her journey of, and path of being uh, in Europe and, and really very early on finding out that she wanted to do her own thing and how that's morphed and changed, I think she was someone, as we talked, that had a lot of those like nuggets that almost like mm-hmm. sound bites in terms of leadership, in terms of how she motivates people, in terms of um, what they're trying to do with respect to the, the business and, you know, upskilling talent. So I just found the whole thing very, very enjoyable yeah. and mm-hmm. also um, just a lot of insight and great advice. Yeah. You guys were definitely along the same path. And yeah. That was, I mean, that was fun to vibing on that. Well, he, yeah. Right. To be like, yeah. yeah and, you know why make it sound fun why soft skills are so important you know what i mean yeah. and it's and how they can really help you and you know whatever yeah so, yeah yeah i just think she had a really good perspective and mm-hmm. that and the kind of courage it took to go out on her own and and be able to forge ahead i think that's impressive yes yeah. yes okay yes sarah sutton uh your coach yeah the executive she's my coach. Yeah. yes yeah she was cool. I mean, that was really cool too because I mean, listening to you guys talk and the importance of having a coach and motivating um, some real life coaching. People. Yeah. Yes, right, exactly. And the joke that you made, like you know, you keep her on her toes because <laughs> you know you never know, right? But um, yeah, and also her saying, right, like you have to find even in executives, right, that have already kind of made it or whatever, or figuring out a different way, like helping to find what motivates them. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you know, I really liked that too, that you never stop evolving and, you know, nobody yeah. has it all the way figured out all the time. So she's someone too. I feel like I've talked to therapists throughout my life. I've had other coaches and I think she is the one person that's been able to like crack the code with me, mm-hmm. which is like get beyond uh, the verbal and I do a lot of intellectualizing of mm-hmm. things. I'm not the mm-hmm. most, you know, the feelings uh, side of things I have to kind of work out a little bit. And so through working with her and the way that she works, it just was a great match to not that she's, it's, it's a therapeutic situation, but, mm-hmm. but it is in a way, because for me, in order for me to get to that place, to kind of have some of those breakthroughs, 
it just she was the right kind of person to right. do that where it's in part intellectual and you're talking about sort of practical application of coaching and how it serves me in my business and but then being able to dig in a little bit on the personal side and figure out what's like getting in your way and interestingly when I started working with her it was really about weight management because uh -huh. that was her background and uh -huh. she's morphed into an executive uh -huh. coach and I think she absolutely changed the trajectory of my life in that space uh -huh. and helped me really come at it from a different place yeah so that's yeah. a lifelong What's issue tagline i mean she's at like um uh job help and self-care help or something yeah um, yeah she like puts them together yeah. right yeah for sure focusing on self-care mm -hmm. while you're in your job yeah yep yeah. sam slevin um <laughs> finished his sophomore year he's in the middle of his junior year now but um yeah he doing fun things like playing in a yes. summer league yeah. and you know, yeah, that his coaches like hooked him up with and talked all about that. And it reminded me of that movie, like Summer Catch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, them doing that. But his position change. And, yeah. Yep. And yeah. what the impact that had on him. Right. I think the second year of, I love to talk to him kind of about the academic side of things as well as the sports and, mm -hmm. and how things shift and change um, and how you know, as he's evolved, you know, what's become easier, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think too, he's, um, he's very calm. Yes. We oh my gosh. His voice is just so relaxing. <laughs> so yeah. relaxing. Yes. Um, but I, I think that, um, the perseverance and the ability to pivot and, um, be, I think, what the team needs and uh -huh. be willing to put in all that extra uh -huh. time. Like, it's hard enough yep. to be one position right. and know all that you need to uh -huh. know for that. And the yep. fact that he is adaptable and, mm -hmm. and wants to play. Right. Um, yeah, and I can't wait to hear about that because he was going into the summer, so we didn't yes. really hear about that. Right, that's that like. he was like, yeah, he, I think he had just started yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, yes, and just, like, being able to oh. roll with the punches, right? And he like, talked yeah. – yeah, and he talked about being around um, D1 athletes mm -hmm. versus D3 and not mm -hmm. really seeing that much of a difference. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, now, Miss Muggy. Yeah. I mean, How did it feel to be the interviewer? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, it was fun because it was you two, right? Like, it was <laughs> – yes. And just talking about best friends and, yeah, you know, yeah, that was – that was fun. It was a fun day for watching sure. You, I always like watching you guys interact. A lot of emotion that day. I mean, there was a lot of emotion that day. No <laughs> kidding. Uh, she's a treat. And I think, you know, big kudos to her for sharing some of that really personal stuff mm -hmm. with respect to her parents and kind of her personal why. But I also think like it was fun going down memory lane and, and realizing you know, what it takes to sustain that kind of friendship. And I think, um, you know, a little bit of that mutual admiration mm -hmm. society. And I think that's one of the things that, uh, as we have kids that are growing up and we talk a lot about this current environment where it's hard to make friends, it's harder to, I think with tech and everything else, and mm -hmm. I know there's just harder to make those friends that like know you, know you. Yes. And, and, and I think one of the things to it is finding something in someone else that you appreciate or that you admire. Mm -hmm. There's something about that too, that I think right. we, you know, and that's helped to sustain it over time. Yeah. yeah. And then being each other's, you know, cheerleaders and whatnot. Right. But right. I appreciate you yeah. doing that, that for was us. Fun. It's nice that to was have fun. that in perpetuity out yeah. there in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So we talked about it on the go. Mm -hmm. And so we had Leslie on the go was our second mm -hmm. one. And, um, I love Leslie's story. She had such a great uh, couple of segments there around her public speaking and also how she found her path to higher ed and um, and also her like vulnerability of, I think, um, you know, not being so so worried about what other people think. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, I do, I do love that question. We, we get some different responses when we ask that advice yeah some people sort of like mm, they don't like right. to answer which i think right. is so interesting yes and and then some people are just super they know like immediately what that is right. and i think she just you know opens that door to say which we all do like we don't have to be so self-critical right it's all right you know yeah it's like we're all learning yeah still. we're all learning right. yeah. yeah figuring it out yeah. yeah nobody has to be a professional out the gate yep yeah. uh and then pat Sargent. What a great interview. I feel mm -hmm. like he uh, was so 
insightful on being able to talk about his career booze and his artistry and how he's been extremely intentional well and military mm -hmm. and how that's all like woven together and what he's learned along the way and how he's positioned himself for retirement and carrying on the art. It's just like right. a masterclass in that respect yes. and great stories, great way of um, giving examples of, I have like, I want all my kids to listen to it yes. because from a military perspective, uh -huh. I think he talked about um, the iterative nature, like in the first job, you just stand all the time. Right. And if you do that right, then you can go and yes. do this. And if you do that right, you know, and like yes. how he would, um, get more opportunity based on his ability to do the yes. thing and do it really right. well. Yes. I don't know. I just really, the kind of how to of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I really right. appreciated yeah. that. And just right. Figuring it out before moving on. Right. Like not yeah. being in a rush to like, yeah, want that, but yeah, like figure out the first step and then yeah. the second step. And then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that interview was fascinating. And he been... gave us some artwork as a oh, result. Cool. Remember the, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sketches yes, he did. Yes, you're right. That was yes. really cool of his, the art that he does, which yes. is create paper. It's really uh -huh. cool. And then um, the other thing is when he talked about, which it, it actually sparked ideas for me around some other questions for our guests around the best constructive feedback. Uh -huh. And he talked a lot about like how he's navigated through that feedback and what it's meant for him. Yes. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was good. All right. And the book party. That was exciting. I know, right? Yes. All the ornaments on here that were donated books that yes. people came to the party and, and bought for different education. Yeah. Libraries and yeah. schools. And I've already right. been able to drop off at um, mm -hmm. O'Connell. I just had that meeting and I yeah. was able to drop off at um, Emmanuel Christian. Yeah. And so uh, it's officially out there. But that was a good night. And everybody that came a lot and of sat fun. down and, you know. And I will say, because Anna's in the room, um, but uh, also we got so much positive feedback on the event itself that people were like, I've been to a lot of big book parties and they're <laughs> not like this. So we had a lot of fun planning it. And then I think we had your, um, which, ooh, we're going to yes. be able to drop some uh -huh. of that next yeah. year. Right. Some of the audio for yes. those of you that are. are <laughs> right. That were interviewed. Right. Yeah. The King sat down yeah. and That was yep. fun. And, um, and then. Yeah, it just was, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was a lot of effort to pull, the, pull that together. And then it was also, and we just, a big shout out to the Old Chavine because they're just always so easy to work with and so mm -hmm. nice. And, yeah, um, they were good. That and was it was fun. fun. And it was fun to be able to um, tell a story about my dad. Yeah. yeah. And how he really yeah. probably set the course for me on right. my soft skills awesome. path. Right. Yeah. Press the flash. Yeah. Right? I know. I love it. I wish we could say that. I know. You can. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. It's dated. <laughs> uh, Julie Parker, Julie Parker Communications. She was cool. So the great thing about that is they actually, I'm their client. Uh, so it was this cool reciprocal thing of being able to talk, talk with her in an, in an objective way about her job, but then also being the recipient of their help and counsel. Uh -huh. And I think, uh, just, you know, a, a career in broadcast journalism and what that's like. And, and she, I think for me, like, the 9-11 piece mm -hmm. of being at the anchor desk and being that close to it. Right. Um, and then also talking about having to, I don't know if she, I think she mentioned it during the interview, but you know, she would um, sometimes be the person that had to notify people yep. of mm -hmm. someone's passing yep. or, you know, mm -hmm. and so just, you know, everything that job is, yeah. I guess that's what struck me. It's right. like, you just think of it as like someone being on air, but there's right. so much mm -hmm. that goes, you know, the behind the scenes on that. Right. Um, and also kind of like Meriwether where it was like, she knew she wanted to be in Broadway past journalism. Mm. And then it was just a matter of finding her path. Right. right. Um, yeah. So it was, it was yeah. fun. It was fun to get to know her a right. little bit better in that space. And I think, um, hear kind of about her path right. and now her, and now her booming business of, um, you know, working with uh, police academies yeah. and and um, different departments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR people. Yeah, and yeah. for communications. Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, it's like such yeah. a great niche. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Um, Anjanette Hayes. AJ. <laughs> for short, we call her AJ. Is she your first boss or? She I mean, was early, guys, like, early in the peers, career for sure. Yeah. Yep, early yeah. in the career. Yep. And you guys shared a. I mean, you know, now you would jump in front of a bus for each other, <laughs> but. You know, yeah, like you starting out and making a mistake. Yeah, and, it wasn't always easy. Right. Yeah. Big, and 
her, you know, with the the grace and kindness that she used, yeah. I guess, to like lead you, right? Yeah. If she since she was your supervisor, but yeah, listening to you guys coming up together. Yeah, and, and I know, think but, yeah. it's really wild when you think sometimes like we've known each other so long and now obviously are good friends and just the the career part of it and how um how you you don't even think about it sometimes but that we were on this sort of similar journey and and worked at similar places and had totally different experiences but there's this like mm-hmm. common thread mm-hmm. and I do think for me personally um I'm all about, hopefully people get this by now, but I'm all about transformation. It's really what I get so motivated by. And the idea that she's someone I have a moment in time that I remember so clearly. Mm-hmm. That was my own transformation of being vulnerable. It really, yeah. God bless you, but it didn't really have a lot to do with Antoinette as much yeah. as it was me being vulnerable and saying right. I own the thing, but I also am not just that thing mm-hmm. and kind of sticking up for myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like then her ability to say to me, well, that's not really, right. I, don't even, I haven't even thought about it. You know, right. I don't know. It was just, yeah. and, it was, and it really helped me right. act confidently right. going forward in my right. life and, and knowing career. it's okay to let things go. Yeah. yeah. And, and be, other people let it yeah. go too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Letting it go. Yep. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, we talked about that before. So check us out on the on the go uh, there. We have a, some of the highlights from that interview. Mm-hmm. So that was um and our first drop yep and then chrissy good old chrissy chrissy's maiden name is fink and so i can rarely say her name without saying chrissy fink (laughs) that's just the way that we would always talk to one another uh but now her name is chrissy turpin and i uh love this woman so much for so many reasons what i really appreciated about her story is her tenacity and perseverance and not giving up Mm-hmm. When she had people in college and people post-college and people in high school telling her, you're never going to be able to do X and her saying, oh, yes, I am. Right. And not just, um, and not because it was easy, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it's, she, she really worked and persevered to have the thing happen. And I think her, um, kind of pursuing her career and her passion around nutrition and being able to really see that through, have her own business and now, um, you know, be working with military, and I don't know, it's just a really cool story, really appreciate, um, and she's such a kind person, she's mm-hmm. just one of those people, like you, um, she's from Pennsylvania, and yeah. it just is like, I don't yeah. know, you could just that goodness through and through, Right. and um, so I'm just happy for her yeah. that she's been able to find success, yeah. but also, yeah, that resilience to, to right. stick with it. I know, which is awesome, and I mean, you know, yeah, doing it for athletes, and yeah, and Yes. You know, military yeah. and their family and, you know, finding that niche too. Like who would think, right? That, yeah. You know, we need to, yeah. I'm, I, we should keep all the military people healthy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but offering that service. Yeah. And her being able to I do know. that was awesome. And she helped me personally too with some, you know, exercise stuff and yeah. food stuff. And so, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. I would recommend anyone. I think she's nourished to perform. So if you, yes. uh, I think it's in our yep. show notes too. Uh-huh. So you should it check is. her out. Yeah. Because she's great. Yes. Michael Sad. <laughs> Professor Michael said, uh, "He was cool. I mean, yeah, his fun little Canadian Canada. accent too. Yeah, we broke through, right? I know, right? Yeah, he was fun. He, um, I mean, you know, all of he had like three jobs or something. <laughs> you know, something crazy, right? And he's like, yeah. now my day starts really yeah. early, so that I can do what I need to do, so then yeah. I can focus on my students the rest of the day." And, you know, making his way around campus every day and, you know, helping everybody just yeah. get better all the time. And, but again, like, cause he reached out, right. About yeah. being interviewed. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just already talking about like from the very beginning, soft skills and yeah. Know, yeah. So I think that he, what I loved about his conversation is he talked a lot about his own insecurities and how he was able to, um, overcome them but then had like physical things happen that put all of that into question and he had to find another way mm-hmm. to, to find that confidence and you know in a lot of our workshops both at like our elementary school workshops and even our adult corporate workshops yeah confidence comes up a lot uh-huh. and mm-hmm. depending on where you are in your career and what milestones this idea of like where's the confidence when I need it? And I think he did a really nice job of talking about that journey and being able to find it. 
and like really being okay with who you are mm -hmm. no matter what. Right. And then translating that to the classroom. And I love that he is a previous corporate career that he could apply in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So that, and then he had to move. I don't know. It was just, right. it was really interesting to yeah. hear how um, he's navigated that. And then I think, yeah, the, the piece too around, I was surprised when I asked him what he thought the biggest gap was in terms mm -hmm. of skills or, or being able to strengthen me talked about critical thinking. I thought yeah. for sure he was going to say public speaking and mm -hmm. I'm usually not totally like, I usually yeah. have a sense, you know, uh -huh. and I was like, Oh wow. Like that. I love the, um, that's a little bit, you know, off brand given that he's a right. professor of communication and public speaking, not that right. critical thinking isn't part of that curriculum, but how important it is and how it's, how, how important it is in your career to be able to demonstrate it and connect mm -hmm. dots. And so, yeah. yeah. Right. And That's he was our first, when yeah. you teach to a test, right? I, yeah. You know, if I blame standardized tests yeah. for that. But yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I see it too, that it's like, really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take it one step so, back. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. But I agree with you. All right. Ken Harvey. Oh my gosh, that was, that was so exciting. <laughs> That that's was so for you. Exciting. That's probably that gotta be top five. Be, yes, that's gotta be sure. top five for you. Mm -hmm. Just given your yes. love of the Redskins and the yes. Commanders. Yes, it yeah, is for me sure. too. Yeah, he was so nice. He's so nice. I know, and that he just was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come. I'll do oh, it." Wow. I mean, that was e that was easy. I know, so easy, so nice. Yeah, and uh, almost dropping out of high school, and then you know, playing in the NFL for ten years. Like what? And an author and. Now yeah. his new fun podcast that he has and yeah, you know, I think his, I love the determination and the idea of, um, finding a thing and then not just, you know, he talked a lot about like the athletic ability, but also the, the work. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate the work yeah. part of it and mm -hmm. how much goes into like him on a playground by himself. Like, right. yeah, it's like, wasn't the best equipment. Wasn't that, right. you know, right. um, and I think the the transition from being in that limelight and how that adjustment adjustments impacted him mm -hmm. and how he's been able to maneuver through that. And I think always be creating and pushing forward and mm -hmm. all of it, he's like so many ideas about yeah. how he Right. I, I just yeah, I really appreciated the entrepreneurium. Right. Uh but also I like too that he was like I mean, you know, he brought up a, a village a lot, right? Like you can yeah. you can do things by yourself, but you can only take yourself so far. Yeah. Until you have to reach out for help. Like in the gym. Yeah. On the playground, working out, like mm -hmm. food, you know, whatever. Just you know but Yeah, not being too proud. Right. Because yeah. eventually you will max out and you need to rely on someone else's expertise to come in and help you. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. 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 And uh, he was nice to take a picture with our son, Josh yeah. and um, not ours. Right. He looks like he can be mine. <laughs> he does. He does. Curly hair. Yeah. Right. And I think too, just as a, like a shout out to the fact that, um, how we met and then he, you know, was so nice to, to be, and at first I thought it was a joke, like when he, you know, gave me his number and then it didn't work. I was yeah. like, ah, right. and then he was like, no, no, here's the real number. Right. It was just really sweet. Right. Uh, so thank you, Ken, for that. You didn't yeah. do that. That was awesome. Um, and then lastly, my, what I think is my second cousin once removed, but I can never, I don't know, we both joked in the beginning of the, our conversation, what we really are, but at least second cousins, um, Jim McLeod, who he, uh, Gosh, what a great interview from the perspective of secret sauce and insight on success. Um, his background in mortgage banking and how he found it. And then also we talked a lot about servant leadership and mm -hmm. how important that's been to him throughout his career and how now I feel like he was another one that throughout the conversation, there were all these like, sound bites that I wrote down. One of them was like, now he's like, I do things now that I want to not because I have to. And I think like, awesome. yeah, the, the, and the, and the intention that was required to get to that point, mm -hmm. you know, that he put in his career. And I think, uh, we talked a lot about too, uh, the importance of the idea of performance at, at work and how people need vision and mission, but they also need rules on how to get there. Mm -hmm. And that 
really stuck out to me. It's like you hear a lot about strategy, mission, vision, values, but then it's like, okay, well, what are the rules? And when you know the rules, right. then then you're always on the same page. And I just thought he did a really nice job of explaining that. And then it was great to just have, um, you know, some of that, like a family and, you know, we didn't talk too much about family history, but um, he has... He was at my parents' wedding oh, cool. when he was seven and told a hilarious story, not on the podcast, but recently told us a story about how he was, um, his on his side of the family, his grandparents, um, there was a teetotaler and someone that shouldn't have been drinking, and they mm-hmm. ended up in the bathroom, oh, no. and he was being asked to carry drinks to her in the bathroom <laughs> at my parents' wedding. That's like his, yeah. But it's just cool to have people in your life and have someone, he's, right. he's really good at like carrying the stories and carrying them forward. Um, He told another really fascinating story about my grandmother who um, my grandmother was married three times and the um, second marriage was to the vice president of foreign affairs at Ford Motor Company. And back in that time uh, when they were married, the automotive industry was almost like almost celebrity like, Uh right. There was just the circles they traveled in because it was such a big deal. And, um, and there was a period of time when her second husband passed, Art passed, and she was the primary shareholder wow. in Ford Motor Company. Oh, my gosh. Just because of owning shares and, like, it was, like, just a 24-hour yeah. period. But for 24 wow. hours, my grandmother had the, like, voting oh and owner's rights of wow. shares. So that's a pretty cool story, too. So that's he has, awesome. you know, he has yeah. the stories that it's kind yeah. of fun to be able to, like, um, I definitely want to um, – stay in touch and, and hear more stories yeah, so that I can that's you awesome. know, carry them on. That's forward. so cool. Yeah. So that wraps us up for yes. 2023. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Thank you for it's being yeah. a solid citizen and staying with it for so long. Thanks for letting me. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, thank you, you Missy. <laughs> she, she's saluting in the background. She's right. like, <laughs> oh, and Byron too. We should do a shout oh, out to yeah. Byron because yes. he's been helping us which I'm sure Hannah would say Yahoo, because uh, he's helping us a lot with right. scheduling and scheduling he's, very, everybody, he's super organized and yeah. keeping us straight with that. So right. thank you, Beelance. Yeah. So thank you to our relatable community who we <laughs> love so much yeah. and for always uh, chiming in. We've seen a lot of growth in our audience this year. We're so happy about that and um, more to come in terms of more on the go episodes mm-hmm. and new guests that we already have scheduled where we've got some really cool guests coming up yeah. in the new year that we already yeah. scheduled. So It'll be good. looking forward to seeing y'all out there and stay connected. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Thank you to all of our relatable guests in 2023. We're grateful for your time and insight. A huge shout out and thank you to Hannah, Missy, and Byron for bringing the podcast to life. Thank you to our wonderful, relatable community. We wish you the very best this holiday season and look forward to sharing more great interviews and content on our TFA Soft Skills YouTube channel. As always, if you enjoyed this conversation, please take a moment and subscribe and rate us on your favorite streaming platform. Relatable is sponsored by TFA Soft Skills, and you can find more information about Relatable and our sponsor by visiting tfasoftskills.com. Until next time, until next year, this is Teresa Freeman with Relatable. Stay connected.